We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. <laughs> wow, I love this show so much already. Thank you. Ooh, it's a podcast where me, Nicole Byer, tries to figure out how I'm still single. Even though if you put pickles on your dick and said, I will not fuck you until you eat all them pickles, I would do it even though I hate a pickle. <laughs> I may have used that one already. I don't know. I'm running low. It doesn't matter. The man you hear giggling, he's got an album out called The Only Man Who Has Ever Had Sex. <laughs> and the description is because he's the only man who's ever had sex, yeah. which is great. It's Dave Ross. <laughs> Hello. Oh man, Nicole, I love you. You're I you're so funny. You you are great. Uh, you actually helped me figure out a joke once. Really? Yeah, we were sitting outside the improv, and I was like, "Man, I don't know how to tell fat jokes. People keep feeling bad for me." And a dude can get on stage and just be like, "I haven't seen my dick in a year," and everyone laughs. And you're like, "That's your joke," and I was like, "Huh." <laughs> Wow, cool. Okay. That's great. Yeah. And then you would go on and say that. Uh Uh-huh. I will say one of the things that I, that like, and and I was about to say, the reason I'm hesitating is I was about to say a thing I learned about stand-up in the past Mm -hmm. year, but I haven't learned it. I (laughs) keep realizing it and Uh don't internalize it. Okay. uh, Is that I can just say exactly how I'm feeling. Yes. I have this joke. It's like the since my album, I've been uh, trying to write jokes and mostly failing. It's hard. It is difficult. And I have one one joke that I really, really love that I close on, and it's about how I realized that um, because Auschwitz is a museum, that probably means it's on Yelp, and mm-hmm. the, it is mm-hmm. on Yelp. Is it? It is. It is. One World Trade is on Yelp. Like, oh, we have boy. to get rid of the internet. It's yeah. really. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. <laughs> yeah. Who goes to Auschwitz and is just like, I'm going to write a review about this? Can I tell you? Thousands of people. <laughs> <laughs> so many people. And I was like, yeah, I was working on that bit. And I, all the reviews were just so fucked up mm-hmm. that I couldn't write anything funnier than what they wrote. And I, j- I just don't want to end a bit saying what someone else said. And I was like, oh, God damn it, what? And then I was like, oh, I should just say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't want to end this bit with what these people said, but honestly, I can't write anything funnier than Exactly, this. and that's the end of the bit. Has anyone had a one-star review and they were like, man, this was depressing? <laughs> No, or that I've read, mm-hmm. but also for sure, yes, because <laughs> people are so dumb. Just yeah. so many people are dumb. I mean, the the one that I quote that's the end of the bit is a guy literally wrote one star. There is just no bus parking. <gasps> I'm not kidding you. There's a dude. 
There's a dude who wrote like four stars or something, and it said like, yeah, this one's okay, but you got to check out Doc Al. It's like so upsetting, Nicole. I. <laughs> it's wild. I was. There's no bus parking. <laughs> I know. Well, probably because Jews were bust in. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to sort of. They don't want to nod to anything that happened 60 years ago. <laughs> there's like um, there's like a like a Best Western. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> There's like a Best Western out there by Auschwitz. I'm just saying, like, oh boy. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? This Best Western was the worst Western, <laughs> yeah. which is a joke that my mom said once, and I laughed for days. <laughs> I can't believe, man. I've been staying in Best Westerns, yeah, since before I could talk, mm-hmm. and I've never heard someone say worse Western. Really? Yeah. So it got uh, me too. Tell your my mom. I mom said thank well, you. she's dead, so you can oh, tell her no. she's probably in the room. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, she real dead. <laughs> but at least she got that banger out before she died. Absolutely, dude. Best Western, more like worst Western. Oh, man, it really got me. I hope I say something that funny before I die. <laughs> One can only hope. <laughs> so, Dave, you're the only man who's ever had sex. Yes. Uh, are you single currently or are you dating currently? I am I am. Dating current, I am in the beginning of a thing. Okay. There is no label nor understanding of what that thing is, but I feel positively about it. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Do you like to label things? Um, yes and no. I mm-hmm. I I definitely well, I'll say this. I'm monogamous. Okay. I have dated poly people and mm-hmm. they're like poly, and I'm like no. no. Nope. <laughs> uh, and they're like, okay, because they were all nice people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm monogamous, and I am pretty emotional, and it's very, very hard. And this is a thing I definitely know after years and years of thinking about this. It's super hard for me to feel safe in a relationship. Okay. So, in that way, labels are super important to me. Mm-hmm. And historically, I've been pretty, like, wanting to get into a thing quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh Someone, I was having problems in a relationship like two years ago, and I was talking to my friend Ariel about Ariel mm-hmm. Norman. She mm-hmm. is a comic in Austin. She's really funny. And she identifies, I, I'm going to fuck this up for sure. Okay. But she identifies in some way as transmasculine, which is a gender identity sort of that has something to do with identifying female, but also feeling very masculine and okay. wanting to read masculine. And so she's like that. Okay. And which is like a little bit different than people mm-hmm. normally characterize women and men. Um, and I was talking to her about problems I was having in a relationship about how I just, and basically what I was saying was, I just want her to tell me that she likes me more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so adorable. I know. No, oh, I know. I it. just want her to say she likes me. <laughs> And Ariel was like, she was like, yeah, you're pretty weird to date probably mm-hmm. because because you like read masculine and are masculine in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And in bed I am too, uh-huh. for sure. I mean, I think, yeah, you know. And uh, and then, uh, but then in the relationship mm-hmm. when it's just the two of us, I'm like, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's I need a hug. so adorable. <laughs> I, need, I need a hug. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you are wearing a shirt that says feelings. It's true. It's the merch from my suicide podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm complicated, Nicole. I Oh, wait. So you, I knew this. So you have a podcast about suicide. You don't bring people on who, like, want to kill themselves, right? Certainly not. Okay. If I meet people who – I've never met – I've never – met someone for the first time and had them be, be like, I want to kill myself. But okay. were that to happen, I would uh, You'd be like, save it them. for the pod. Yeah. I'd be like, not, <laughs> wait an hour. I got to get my microphone and set this up. Man, yeah. My goal is to get it on tape. You know what I that mean? That would truly be so wild. Oh, I'd be like, God. well, I absolutely have to kill myself now. <laughs> you want me to save it for the pod? Oh, my God. I... What's fucked up is that I'll bet you that there's that's happened. You know what I mean? If you can think of something, oh, it's happened. Absolutely. Man, do you want to hear a really, really yes. crazy story? Yes. I was, I'm not going to say names in this because okay. I think you, you have like probably a lot of listeners, right? That's, I think so. Okay. 
A pretty decent amount. I've said this on podcasts before that didn't have so many listeners. And I just, just in the interest of this person (laughs) not getting in trouble, but I think it's probably fine. I did, I did stand up at a birthday party at an illegal sex dungeon once. And there was a sex show after the stand up show during which I. Hard change. (laughs) You're like, ha ha ha. Whoa. You know what's (laughs) fucked up? Sam Tripoli hosted the stand-up show, and then they just rolled him over as the host into the Whoa. sex show. Damn, I felt so bad for him. And you know, the sex, the part of the sex show I saw was cool mm-hmm. because it was much more performative than it was sex. It okay. was like a it was like a BDSM show more okay. than a sex show. So there was like a woman who was like putting pins in herself and oh, stuff. Boy. Okay. <laughs> okay. And she was actually really good. She was like, <laughs> she, was she was like a good, good dancer. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm serious. And, uh, and then after her, I left. And uh, then the next day, one of the other comics on the show called me and was like, man, you shouldn't have left. Because they show after that, they showed a video of a woman. She it was like one of those videos where she consented to camera at the beginning mm-hmm. and then had a piece of her leg <gasps> cut out. What the fuck? Cooked. What? And then she ate it. No. <laughs> I know. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nicole. Oh, no. This is probably not the a normal content. Piece <laughs> of her leg. Cut out of her <laughs> and yes. cooked. Yes. Did did they say whether or not she was like yummy? <laughs> <laughs> Does she you enjoy what? herself? They what's that? Does she enjoy eating herself? Apparently so. It was mm. like a it was a kink for her. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> This is perhaps I'm a regret it, regretting saying this now because it was honestly though <laughs> it's very funny and now all I'm thinking about is how I would taste. Okay, so I know oh, I would that's be really funny. delicious because I'm fat, and then like <laughs> the fattiest cuts of meat are the tastiest. Sure. So if I cut a little fatty piece of me, which piece would you go for? I think I would go for the thigh, maybe my inner thigh. I was gonna say thigh too because I feel tender. like it's meaty and fatty. Yes, I do like I like a, a chicken thigh. Sure. Uh, I would. I, think I also I, might go butt for me. Butt's too fatty. Too fatty. Unless you have a muscular butt. I don't. I have a. I have a bubble butt for sure. <laughs> All right, so you're gonna go for butt. How would you season yourself? I would eat my own butt. I would eat my ass. See, you would eat your ass for the joke. I'm trying to go for taste. I'm going for taste. It's not for the joke. I phrased it that way uh-huh. for the joke, but I would eat my ass for flavor. And you can I quote me on that. Would season myself. <laughs> I like spicy meats. Sure. So I would put some. Uh, I use Slap Your Mama seasoning, which okay. is like a New Orleans seasoning. <laughs> I've never had it. It's really good. It's spicy and a little salty. Great. Yeah, maybe some uh, garlic. Sure. Man, I'm thinking straight up seasoned salt for me. Oh, okay. That stuff that, well, you know what I'm talking like about. Like Lowry's seasoning salt? Lowry's, perfect. All That's right. what I would put on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you said you're monogamous. Yes. You've been monogamous your whole life? Yes, I've never... I've never even had like sex with more than one person at the same time. Never, wow. yeah, I've never done anything like that. Interesting, because yeah. I read an article that was like, when dudes date, they're dating at least six people. Yeah, which seems insane, and it's nice to hear that there's a man out there who's like, no, one one lady at a time. <laughs> yeah, I think that that statistic is prob- probably wrong, or Maybe. at least like inflated, <laughs> inflated, or there's like. The the dudes out there that are dating multiple people are dating so many people that the mm-hmm. average is six. Because I don't – I will say I'm a little bit of an aberration in that, like, I do – most people I know who are casually dating mm-hmm. have no problem dating multiple people. Yes. Until they commit. I personally – I just, like – it's more of an organizational issue. Yes. I, I can't go on a – I'm actually – yeah, I – I'll like be going out with someone and if I if I go on like three dates mm-hmm. and I know we're gonna go on more dates, I'll cancel dates with other people. Oh. Cause it just yeah, I'm just very worried. I don't wanna be disrespecting people mm-hmm. or anything. To the point where it would like to a fault. Because three dates doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna go. No, it and so, doesn't. Yeah. But 
I do feel like at the end of the third date, if I'm feeling you, then like, if we're going to go out again, then this might become a thing. Yes. And it feels strange to go on a first date yes. during that time for me. Because mm-hmm. then I feel like during that first date, I would be like, hey, I just went on a third date. Like, how do you not bring that up? I, <laughs> and then how do you talk about that? Yeah, you can't really. <laughs> but I guess if you do go on a third date with someone, you like that person, you're on a first date with somebody else, you go, I'm I'm just dating around. Yes. But that hurts. <laughs> I agree. And yeah, I agree. I, I And I feel, I've always felt this way, that people seem to bring a level of, casualness to dating that it just impresses the shit out of me because I just can't Mm -hmm. do it. I just get so worried about being a bad person. Like Mm -hmm. truly. (laughs) I'm thinking of one person in specific, one person specifically who I like, we were introduced by a friend and we were both so busy that it just took us a long time Mm -hmm. to actually have our first date. And in the process of doing that, I went out with someone else Uh and then we went out three times. And I, I like texted this girl the day of our first date, just thinking about it. I was like, Hey, uh, so, you know, I went out with another girl three times. It just took us this long to go out. Uh Out of respect, I feel like I should tell you that, and we should probably not go out for now. Mm -hmm. And she was like, what the fuck, dude? I wasn't trying to marry you. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) and I I was like, fair, that's fair. Okay, I was not trying. That's what's hard about it is like, I don't want to imply Mm -hmm. that you want so much from me. And I also don't want to be disrespectful to you. So I err on the side of the ladder. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes... Actually, a bunch of times women have been like, bro, relax. Calm the fuck <laughs> down. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I I don't know. Dating is so hard. You never know <sighs> if someone is a casual dater or if they are all in it. And yes. you can't really read the room because nobody's ever upfront about anything. Absolutely. I would rather someone be like, I've been on three dates with someone. I don't think I can go out with you now, but I maybe will go out with you in the future. I go, yes. well, all right, I have all the information. <laughs> so, yes. All right. Having info, and that is the nice thing. I am in my 30s, and I am so blessed to be attracted Mm -hmm. to other people in their 30s. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And so I tend to be dating people in their 30s. And I will say there is a grace with dating in your 30s that dating in your 20s does not allow. (laughs) Oh, dating in your 20s is truly a mess. What a fucking nightmare. It's it's the wild, wild west. Everybody's out here fucking and nobody's looking to commit. Well, everyone's desperate. Everyone thinks they need to be all free love, but Mm -hmm. none of them are because everyone's (laughs) panicking that everyone hates them. Uh You're bad at sex. Uh You don't know how to do it. Uh, Yep. Oh, my God. I think it's really strange when older dudes like... 30 to 40-year-olds want to date a, like a 21-year-old or like an 18-year-old. Yeah. Why? I know. They're bad at sex. I, I, they don't know what they're doing. I know. You're probably going to get a real toothy blue, blue, blue job. <laughs> a toothy blue job. You're going to get a toothy blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, date someone your own fucking age. Yeah. Whenever I match with someone who's like 29 or 28, I truly <laughs> think about it in a way where I feel you're almost there. Yeah. You're almost 30, but you're not there. Do I really want to go out with you? Are you going to have 20-year-old bullshit that you're bringing along? I I know. I think my bottom age is 27 on apps. And I used to, I think up until I was like 34, Mm -hmm. it was like 22. That's too young. It's too young. Maybe it was like 24. No, it was. Because I remember... Yes, because I remember when I learned this. When I was like Mm -hmm. 31, 30 or 31, I'm not remembering, I dated a series of women, and all of them were 22. Uh And I found, some of them I knew ahead of time, Mm -hmm. most of them I found out later, thinking they were 24, 25 Uh or whatever. And I was like, uh, what is happening? I have to. (laughs) (laughs) Why are they all so young? Why are they all 22? (laughs) And then I stopped. But then, yeah, so it was probably 24. But anyway, so I, yeah. And, but even then, with my my like lower age, I'm 36, lower age being 27. Mm-hmm. Even then, it's because I'm like some 26, 27-year-olds. Yes. are a little bit more yes. adult. <laughs> Women do age faster than men. Sure. I think it's a brain thing that's been mm-hmm. identified by brain scientists. <laughs> Don't quote me on that, but I think that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, are you, you're on apps. Or well, now you're Hinge. in a thing, but like before were you, you're on Hinge. I'm not a big app guy though. And even though like, even before I met this girl, 
being on Hinge, I think I went on two Hinge dates total mm -hmm. in months because it's like, I mean, I don't know how you operate on on dating apps, but but the way it's it's working for me, I tend to well, just I'll say, not how I act, how people act toward me. Mm -hmm. I uh, match with very few people. Okay, even less people than that talk to me. And most of the people who talk to me stop talking to me and we never go out. Huh. And so, and that has made me a person who like, I've been like, okay, well, I don't give a shit about this. Mm -hmm. I, if I match with someone, I don't look at the app very much. Okay. I will like match with someone and maybe I'll say something, but then I, I turn the notifications off. Oh, that's always off. Yeah. I want it to be a nice surprise when I finally look at it again. I'm like, totally. a person's talking to me. And that's the thing. I think most of us, especially if you're dating in your 30s, you're looking mm -hmm. at it casually. And But it's but I still have the thing in my brain where I like want, want to matter to people. Yes. So it's a combo of me like not looking at it much, but then when someone doesn't write back to me inside mm -hmm. of a day, I'm like, well, fuck you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Yeah, so it's just not really, it doesn't work for me. I I don't like it anyway. I don't like – it's not a good representation of myself or the people mm -hmm. that I'm meeting. I don't really know – we don't really know if we're attracted to each other. And no. then you find out the moment you meet in person. Yep. And so then you go through the motions of a date where you might as well just meet in a park and, mm. and be like, yep. And then they're like, nope. And then you can be like, thank God I know right fucking now mm -hmm. instead of like having a milkshake and a cocktail with you or whatever we do. Why? Why know. are you having milkshakes and cocktails? <laughs> I don't know. That was a terrible example. What a gross date, Dave. Maybe that's why don't... people don't want to go out with you because you're like, hey, you want to meet me for a milkshake and a cocktail? No, that's not. Get that milk really curdling in your body and then we'll have tequila. Yeah, I like to have dairy and then <laughs> alcohol. Absolutely. Let the dairy sit. Uh, man. Yeah, no, I've certainly never been on that date. No, but dates for me are anything that people can run away from. Fair. I like yeah. going for drinks and like I don't yes. do dinner anymore. No, dinner, me you're really locking it in for uh, at least an hour, hour and a half. Yes. And if they're bad right off the bat, Oof. I need to escape. I'll stay for two drinks if you're bad. It's you saying this and other female friends in my life mm -hmm. saying this that made me change to a person who is just like, Drinks mm -hmm. or coffee, depending yes. on when you would like to meet up, obviously. I don't think I've ever met anyone for coffee. Oh, you should. It's great. A daytime date seems scary. It's great. Oh, it's great. You should do it. But why is it great? It's great specifically for online dating, in okay. my opinion. And I've honestly only been on one online coffee date, so mm -hmm. what the fuck do I know? <laughs> but it didn't go anywhere. We didn't really have that great of a time. Okay. I didn't entertain her, and she did not entertain me. <laughs> I liked her dog. Oh, she brought her dog? She brought her dog. Okay. Um, and and that's what's great about it is you can meet during a lunch break. You can meet before work. Mm -hmm. You can meet before a run uh, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, and if it's during the day, you can make up all kinds of reasons to leave ah. easily. And she like, you know, we met and we had coffee and she was so obviously bored, which is bullshit because I'm so funny. I am, <laughs> I am, I am you a You are ball. very, you're very you, funny. <laughs> I mean, I was being silly saying that, but also I, I guess I mean that. You're I, funny. Uh, thanks, yeah. I wish more funny people were like, I'm funny. Yeah. As opposed to being like, oh, I don't know, sometimes I get on stage and sometimes people tee No, you're funny, you're a comic, you're funny. Drew Michael has a great joke about this where he's like, I went on a great first date. And she was awful and we're never going out again. And people were like, <laughs> why was, well, how was that a great first date? And I'm like, well, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a good point. If you know our businesses, we know how to talk to people and be yes. funny. There's at least going to be that. Yes. I yeah. can have a conversation. Drew Michael yeah. also has a funny bit where he's like, why am I sitting here with you? I don't love you. <laughs> You're not my mom. I love my mom. <laughs> then he goes on about three minutes about how he'd fuck his mom. It is a great joke. Wow, that's great. <laughs> Dave, we have to take a break. Great. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. 
The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talked to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. And we're back! <laughs> Wow, what a break. I advertise so hard. <laughs> Dave, okay, what does a lady have to do on a first date to capture your attention for you to want to go out on a second date? Honestly, I'm super practical. Like, I come from a home, and this is, like, getting pretty deep, I think. I come from, like, a pots and pans clanging household. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, no. my parents were like, ah! Oh, okay. <laughs> Screamers. Yeah, screamers and throwing, maybe not throwing, but, like, you know, banging doors uh -huh. and stuff. And and I really, really don't like that, and I feel that in me, and I also want a partnership, and I want kids, but mm -hmm. I would refuse to do what they did. And okay. so it's uh, a big part of it for me is, will I be creating a situation that is a warm household long-term? And obviously, you're not going to find that out date one. No. But I'm just trying to figure out if we get along. Mm -hmm. And so that's – I I honestly tell people when I say uh, it's not going to work out, I tell them that. Like, mm -hmm. look, you're cool. 
but uh, we're not vibing. It really doesn't seem like uh, we're like going to be good friends. Mm -hmm. And so see ya. And that's like really what it comes down to for me. You know, there are exceptions to that rule. Like if we're like vibing chemistry, like Mm -hmm. sexual chemistry wise, then it's like, you know, we'll see where that goes. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like pretty open about that too. If that's the case, this hasn't happened to me yet, but if that's the case and it seems like we won't get along, uh-huh. I would say that. I would be like, hey, what are you looking for? I am mm-hmm. not really looking for much but hooking you up. You fuck good, but, but you, you seem, seem like bad? an asshole. <laughs> you seem like a bad lady that I don't like forever? Or more likely, you seem like a good lady who, uh, without meaning to, pushes all my buttons. Mm-hmm. And that's because that's the thing is like, I'm a super, you know, I got all kinds of, you know, cobwebs in my mm-hmm. brain like we all do. And uh, I've been going to therapy for a decade, I think about it. Nice. And so I love therapy. Oh my God, it's the best. It's great. It's the best. Um, And so, like, yeah, a lot of that is me. It's like, Mm -hmm. you could be doing nothing at all. Like, most people aren't, I mean, they're obviously manipulative people, but most people aren't trying to fuck with you. Correct. But sometimes, uh, someone just by nature of being themselves makes you feel insane, mm-hmm. and you probably shouldn't date people where that's the case. You are very <laughs> correct, and that's a thing that I've had to learn. Oh, my God. Hard saying. Oh, boy. If they make <laughs> you feel like you're going nuts, this is not the person for you. As much as you might be pulled to them, and mm-hmm. they might be a very good person, just pay attention to how you feel, mm-hmm. you know? This is a big reason I am single at 36, I think, too, is like— when you're a person with mental bullshit, mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to push your buttons. So you also – actually, the thing I'm doing now is I'm trying to meet it halfway mm-hmm. where I'm like, okay, I – to a certain extent, this is going to happen no matter what because of my bullshit. Yes. So I need to like know there's going to be conflict and know how to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to like calm down about it and stuff like that. And this girl I'm with now, it's, it's cool actually because I've already – there's been a moment or two where we've like had a little bit of a misunderstanding mm-hmm. uh, or in the past I would have been like, well, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Anytime we ever disagree, that's bad. Goodbye. <laughs> um, but it seems to be like I've like pushed past that a time or two in a minor way and it's been good. So it seems to be this sounds a good, good decision. Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to, when I go on a date with a non-funny person, yeah. to understand that the, their job is not being funny. Yes. That... I can have a conversation with them and just know that there it won't be like a real chuckle fest. Man, that has got to be – I've always thought that's got to be so hard for female comedians, fe- straight oh. female comedians. Yeah. Because, you know, obviously the regular yeah. dating dynamic is like men are trying to make the women laugh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so like, yeah, I don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. If I'm dating a girl who's not a funny person. And then it's also especially great for me because if I do date a woman who's funny, it's like, whoa, this is so cool. Because <laughs> uh, it's never the expectation. But uh-huh. yeah, are you kidding, Nicole? Like what a treat for it, them to just uh, like for you to make them laugh the whole time. But they don't seem to want but that. I've been on dates with dudes who I'll say something funny and they'll – I can see them want to laugh, <laughs> but, but they <laughs> won't really. They'll just go, huh. And then try to say something funnier, and then I'm like, oh, well, I can build on that, and then I'll say something funnier. And they're like, and I see the frustration on their <laughs> face where they're like, but just let me have the last funny word. And then I go, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. And wow. then I feel bad. Oh, man. That's so awful. That, like, part of American dating is really off. That is it so lame. sucks. Because <laughs> a lot of times, like, think about television shows. The funniest person is usually the dude. Yes. And then the wife is like, oh, God, why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah. You're like, why does she have to be so shrill and <laughs> oh not my, funny? Oh, my God, I know. There's so much, so many of the couples on TV, the woman is just com- complaining. Yep. It's so crazy. She's like, I can't believe he went out to have fun again. And it's like, bitch, you go have fun. Somebody script this yeah. bitch to have fun. It's also like... In most of those cu- those couple situations, the woman is so insanely fit and hot, mm-hmm. and the dude looks and he like looks shit, like 
What is the what is the high C the the green goblin from the high C box? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. The what is Slimer? It? Yeah, Slimer. What's that from? Is that from the Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters yeah. Uh yes. These men look like Slimer. <laughs> and these women have to be all fit and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. It's so crazy. I've been watching Little Women Atlanta. I told you earlier. Uh-huh. And the way these men talk to these women is so upsetting. And I'm I'm like, is it because Is it the little people little? men you're talking about? Or so regular the, dudes? So it's uh I, no, uh I think they say average size people. That's how they refer to people average height. Average people, height. Okay. They're like, these average height people are dating these little people and they're so mean to them. And I'm like, are you taking it because you're a little person? And you don't know if you'll find anybody else. I don't know, but also I'm in season one, so this is like five years ago. I don't know who they're dating now. I refuse to look on the internet to see what's happening now. But this one little person got pregnant. She goes to her boyfriend. She says, I'm, I took a pregnancy test, and it said, yeah, which I thought was a very <laughs> funny so sentence. That's so funny. And it said, yeah. It said, yeah. <laughs> I like paused it and laughed so hard. And he was like, oh, dang. And she's like, but you've been fucking with me for three years. He was like, yeah, whatever. And she was like, but what if it, the baby's a little person? Will you be Will you be mad? He was like, yeah. And she's like, get out of my house. And then in the next episode, she says, he's kind of come around. I was like, I don't think he did. No. He straight up was like mad that your child might be a little person when you're a little person. It was like if I went to a dude and I was like, I'm pregnant and the baby is going to be half black. And he's like, I don't want that. I was like, but you fucked a black. It was so mind-boggling. I Damn. couldn't believe it. That's yeah. That's like, I mean, yeah. That guy did not get better. No, that person is prejudiced yes, against little people. But he's fucking little people. <laughs> wow. I guess it's like a clans member who's got like a, a black uh, like in, a fetish. In, the, in the corner who's like, I hate you, you little nigglet. <laughs> yeah. But I'll fuck you. <laughs> What a terrible word, nigglip. Anyway. Uh, I can't say it. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> People get real mad at you. Yep. Well, luckily, I don't want to. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you for being an ally. Hey, a nice no white person who's like, I don't need to say it. <laughs> a lot of white people are like, I whisper it to myself every morning. Uh, well, Dave I do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I tell you yes. real quick? Yes. There's a show that I think you would love. Okay. There's two problems. All One, right. I'm pretty sure you can't find it anywhere anymore. Oh. And two, when I describe it to you, you're not going to believe that it's good or that you would like okay. it. But my friend Julie is like pretty big in reality TV mm -hmm. editing. She's uh, inscripted too, but she like came up in reality TV. So mm -hmm. she she has edited. She's been the lead editor on like a lot of seasons of the challenge real real world road okay. rules challenge mm -hmm. and um so she invited a bunch of us over to her house one day and she was like there's a show that i edited and it will never be aired <laughs> and i want you to watch it <laughs> it has since aired and then i think was taken off okay here's the concept it's exactly like real world uh -huh. except everyone in the house has down syndrome okay and so you can see obviously why Okay. It seems like these people are being taken advantage yeah, of. Absolutely. And so I was thinking like, yeah, this is going to be fucking awful. It uh -huh. is so fucked up that someone made this show. And then I watched it and I was like, these people are not being taken advantage of. Uh -huh. They're being treated well. They are people. Yes. And they put them in a house and had them interact. Dang. You know what <laughs> sucks? I heard that and immediately was like, oh, no. Yeah. They're being mean to them. But then it's like, why would that be the first thought I had? I know. Totally. They are people, too. Yes. And I think it might be good for people to see a bunch yes. of people with Down syndrome interact. Matter of fact, not only is it good in the way that I think you probably just mm -hmm. meant, which is that it's enlightening about people who have Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. Also, like, because of how their brains work, and I'm not saying every one with Down syndrome's brain works exactly mm -hmm. the same, but obviously they share that they have Down syndrome. Yes. So they're... I think the best way to characterize it is that they're learning disabled, but yeah. however they process information mm -hmm. slower or whatever, what what it does is it makes it so it's just a lot more simple, their mm -hmm. relationships. And so everything takes a lot longer uh -huh. and everything is a lot more adorable as a result. So they're grownups mm -hmm. and they're like... They're like, we've been dating for eight weeks and I can't, I think today will be the day that he kisses me on the lips. It is <gasps> so great. That's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a nice 
takeaway to be like, things happen at a slower pace and we could all stand to learn from that. Yes. Because anytime I've, well, I work backwards. I'll like fuck a dude on the first date and then be like, I can't wait till he kisses me hello. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, like I get it. he's already been inside of me. <laughs> I know. Why are you waiting for that moment? But it's such a nice moment when you greet someone and they yes. just lean in to kiss you and you're like, well, we're at that stage now. And then yes. you're like, maybe we'll hold hands in public. <laughs> he's already been inside of you. <laughs> no, I, I I get that, though, because that stuff is fun and it's mm-hmm. it's cute and good. And the reason that the you know you fuck first is that we're grownups <laughs> and, and it's like, you know. Yeah, I'm an if adult. If it gets there, it gets there. If you there. can't make me come, I'm not holding your hand in public. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. If I'm not squealing during the nighttime, I'm not holding your hand during the sunrise. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, that's a quotable. That's, Put it on a bumper sticker. Can I tell you, on the same line of thinking, though, the way that this show is bad is mm-hmm. that they still have, there are still shitheads. Ah. Uh. And there are still like cheaters and ah. liars and manipulators, but at this like more simple dating mm-hmm. level. So there's a dude in the house who's like hooking up with a lot of the ladies in the uh-huh. house and uh, they're all in love with him. But all they've done is he's held hands with some of them mm-hmm. and he's kissed some of them on the lips mm-hmm. and they're all arguing about what that means is I'm up. I love this show. <laughs> I am fully invested on this show. I'm pretty sure it's called Normal House. Normal House. Okay. Yeah, I think that was the name. I'm gonna try to find it. You should. Daily Motion is a great website yes. that inverts things, so you they get around copyright issues. Wow, I didn't realize that's they, how they yeah, do it's it. Invert it, and sometimes they slow it down. So I'll watch old seasons of RuPaul Drag Race that you can't find, and Ru will be like. The today's <laughs> challenges. And if you're okay watching it, like, I can't wait to find Normal House. I am really I'm look excited. look it up right now. I, yeah, uh, look it up. And I well, think that I can talk while slowly looking it up. Okay. Well, when did you have your first girlfriend? When I was a freshman in high school. Okay. She was a senior in high school. Whoa! Yeah, it was pretty Slaying big time. That yeah. Four years older pussy. <laughs> yep. We made out and mm-hmm. that's as far as it got. Okay. We did I it for like one it. month. And one when she month. dumped me over the phone, I hung up and literally screamed the word <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, a few times. <laughs> no. Like <laughs> That is really sweet and very funny. Okay, when did you get your second girlfriend? Um, I think I was in 10th grade. Okay. And she, here's the thing about me. I am very, I have a, I have very much have an anxiety disorder. Okay. I have very bad anxiety. Like I said, I'm very much like, mm, do you like me? Mm-hmm. And that uh, was a thing that now I'm okay with. Cause it's like, I don't know what do you, I, I guess I've just gotten okay with myself mm-hmm. or at least okay with that part of myself. So I'm fine and I can tell people and it's not weird. But, you know, mm-hmm. being a high school boy and being a guy who's like, they like me <laughs> and being like afraid of sex and shit like that mm-hmm. was like very difficult. So it all made me panic and I would like. So anyway, my next girlfriend was a girl who told me she wanted to lose her virginity to me. And I'm, okay. And that scared me to death because uh-huh. I didn't know how to. I literally hadn't jerked off yet. I didn't jerk off till I was 15. What? Yeah, I was late for all of it. Yeah, and then she at one point (laughs) offered me a hand job, (laughs) and I uh, panicked, uh, said I felt sick, went to the bathroom, and then came out and was like, yep, I'm sick, and left. (laughs) (laughs) I just, like, I don't even know what it was. Like, I just couldn't, I just didn't know what it was or what Uh to do or how to feel about it, and no, I didn't talk to anyone about it or, wow, I... I wish I could explain what the panic came from, but I don't even know. I I, I was just afraid. I think I get it. You're like, what do I do? Just sit there while this person <laughs> is just fucking jerking me off? And do I say thank you? This is nice. Well, was I, that combined with like, uh, what if I don't get a boner? Ah, yes, um, yes, yes. Because I have like, yeah, I like, I'm pretty panicky. And when you panic, you lose mm-hmm. an erection. Ah. And so there are like a bunch of instances throughout my life, especially younger when I understood myself less, where I would lose a boner mm-hmm. during sex. And again, 
I'm like fine with this now, but when I was younger, yeah. I wouldn't panic. And I would panic, and then I would be like, "Oh, I'm not a man," mm-hmm. and like, uh, "She hates me. She doesn't. She's gonna go fuck a football player now, and then they're gonna make fun of me in oh, bed." No. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Um, so it was partially that too. Like, mm-hmm. if I don't get a boner, then she's gonna tell the whole school or something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. What a bummer. Yeah. I wish in like sex ed they explained things like that. Like, yes. If you lose a boner, it's not your fault. Maybe you have anxiety. Maybe something. It's something in your head. It's not your body. Oh my god! There should be there should be a curriculum in high school that everyone has to take about. Interacting with human beings. I think so. Yes. Because we're just let out into the world like little freaks, and you're like, oh, I gotta fuck. Oh yeah. no, what if I don't fuck good? I don't know. Yeah, it's real wild. It's terrible. And I, you know what? Like, one of the things over the course of the past however many years, when uh, like the dialogue publicly has been like, men, listen to us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> I think I've said this a few times. Any Any guy or straight person or white person or whatever mm-hmm. you are who's a good person has in the past few years been like, maybe I don't get it, you know? <laughs> maybe I should think about it. And in analyzing that with me, I realized one of the things that I did wrong that I'm ashamed of that I don't like is I have lost an erection hooking mm-hmm. up with a girl and flipped out. And I, yeah. luckily, I don't think I've ever been like, it's your fault. Mm-hmm. But I've been like, oh, fucking, oh, oh, and like punched the pillow and stuff. Uh-huh. And that's scary. And I don't want to be there. Yeah, that's not okay. Bit. And I'm sure I scared those women. And that sucks. And I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done that if I had been taught or told or ever that it was okay. Yes, it's okay. <laughs> also, sex doesn't equate an erection. You can do other oh, shit. Oh, man. Or, you can root around in that pussy. You can lick that clit. You can do a lot of stuff. You can make out. It's also yeah. just really nice to lay there in bed together. It is nice. And if you do 10, I have found that as an anxious person, mm-hmm. if I say like, you know what? I just get really anxious and I'm sorry if we could just lay here together. And then their reaction is, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Then that that tiny interaction is like, oh, they're fine with it. And then not that much time goes by and we're fucking. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think if more people just said in the moment what they need from somebody else, it would make sex so much easier and so much better, you yeah. know? Like, if a dude was like, hey, can we just take a moment? I would absolutely say, yeah. Man, we could take who, all the moments we need. You would... How terrible of a person do you have to be to be like, no! <laughs> no! I want to fuck you! I want to fuck you! And if your dick ain't ready, I'm a fucking kick you in yeah. the dick! <laughs> yeah, totally! Then you're a fucking loser! <laughs> I did hook up with one girl that was like that, and it what a oh, nightmare. No. It reinforced this shit in me for years. Oh, dang, that sucks. It's, I know, I hooked up with her. I'm not even kidding you. I She was so, 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 so hot. Uh-huh. I was so attracted to her, which made me intimidated and nervous, more uh-huh. so than usual. And uh, and I was like, uh, I like lo- kept losing my boner. And at one point, she literally just goes, would you please just fuck me? And I was like, no, I definitely can't. <laughs> I- <laughs> oh, no. No. I can't do it now. You screamed at me. That is, that woman's wild. She's bad. Oh, she's a bad potato. She's a bad that potato. That is so wild. She's definitely not not out there having a good life. No. Unless, unless she she's did some soul searching. Just intimidating men. And she's like, nobody will fuck me. And I don't know why. It's like, yeah. well, lady, just take a chill pill. You're just, well, you're screaming fuck you at everybody. So that's why <laughs> that you don't have friends. So rude. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. Uh, I was dating this dude for a little bit. And he like couldn't get a boner. And I was like, it's okay. I like you. We can truly just like make out a little bit more. And he was like, no, I have to go. And I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> and then our next date, everything changed. It was very much like, hi, how are you? A handshake. Really? We went from like kissing when we saw each other to like, hand, like oh, not a handshake, oh, but no. like like a padded oh, hug. Oh, he felt so insecure. Yeah, that and sucks. I was like, and I told him, I was like, I'm fine with this. We yeah. can take as long as you need. And he truly was like, You'll never have the time. And so uh, we stopped seeing each other. Damn. Yeah. But also, in hindsight, oh, what a blessing. Because he boring as fuck. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I find myself dating dudes and I'm like, they're boring, but it's okay. Um, uh, it's fine. I'll just be interesting for the both of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is like, a boring dude there. don't want that. I've been there. I mean, when you have been single a long time, you start making concessions. Uh-huh. You're like, this will be okay. I, I can deal with this. It's fine. 
Do you know the Putterbaugh sisters? Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess I was about to say, have you had them on the show? No, you, not okay. yet. I was going to say you should, but I shouldn't say things like that. <laughs> do what you want to do, please. <laughs> of course. But Thank you, white man. Yeah, why did I word it that way? <laughs> now I feel very anxious. No. And I'm caving in on myself. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I think because they also both have been dating into their 30s. Mm-hmm. But they're also just like super funny uh, alpha adventurous yes. people. They both have such crazy dating stories. And Tiffany Putterbaugh, I won't tell the whole mm-hmm. story because it's hers, but she <laughs> dated a dude <laughs> who had a panic disorder where he like couldn't feel not anxious unless he was in his safe space. Mm-hmm. And separately, he, and that's fine. Who cares? You know, we all have problems, but separately, he had created his own urban rickshaw business. Okay. And so his safe space was his. Rickshaw? (laughs) So he could only fuck on his rickshaw? I don't know if it was fucking, but he couldn't feel calm unless he was in his rickshaw. That's insane. There is an episode of 90 Day Fiance where Paul and Karini get into a fight, and then Paul goes into a doghouse and closes the door and goes, calm, 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 <laughs> calm, 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 oh my to God. get calm. And I was like, whoa, boy, <laughs> I know everyone's got their own shit, but I don't think but I could deal with that. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Yeah, that's the thing. You can be understanding of people's issues, but then at a certain point it's like, yeah, but also I got to live my life. I got to live my life and not have my boy from being a doghouse and a, do- and a, a literal doghouse going, calm, calm. <laughs> Calm, calm. Here's a question. Do you, uh, you go on the road, do you have chuckle fuckers? Yes, and it's not a, a relationship I'm I'm that cool with. I don't really like that dynamic. Mm-hmm. So um, I have hooked up with people uh, who are fans here and there, but I really try not to. Okay. Yeah. Are you? Do you have chuckle fuckers? No. No. That's a bummer. A lot of ladies, I don't, I don't I've heard think this with women. You get off stage and a guy goes, wow, I gotta fuck that funny lady. I, huh. I the compliment That's I get from bad. dudes are like, you're pretty funny. Wasn't expecting that. Keep going. <laughs> Thank you. Damn. Yeah, I don't. And then the two times I've really tried to fuck on the road just did not work out in my favor. Didn't work out in your favor in what no. way? No. Well, one of them was fully gay. Uh, oh, sure. It was a whole thing <laughs> where uh, where he tried to put a vibrator, a little pocket rocket, and a condom. It was a whole thing. Wait. It was so a he whole wasn't thing. an out. Gay man. He, he might have he was... been, but I didn't know him because I met him in the audience of my show. Okay. And then I invited him to my hotel. We get to my room. He truly did not know what a pussy was. He was like rubbing on the outside mound and not inside. It was very confusing. But he was, wanted to hook up. Allegedly. And then I was telling my friend about it. She goes, well, you have his email because I gave him my email, not my phone number. I'm not crazy. <laughs> so she was like, you have his name. Look at his Instagram. So I looked at his Instagram. His first picture was him at Pride. So I was like, he's definitely a gay man yeah. who I think maybe was like, maybe I'll get into some pussy. And then was like, I don't want this pussy. Wow. Yeah, because he started to go down on me. He was like, I can't do this. And I was like, do I have a stinky puss? <laughs> and then I was like, no, oh, it no. smells like a pussy. <laughs> oh, it was a whole thing where I was just going through it. And then the last time I tried fucking on the road, this dude couldn't get hard. Uh, <laughs> then I think I told this story on the podcast, but I'll just tell you real quick. So I like to be choked. It's a thing. Sure. Uh, and I was like, well, I want to come. I'm an adult. I'll tell him. I was like, you can choke me if you want. He was like, great. So he starts to choke me. He's not fully hard. And I figured he would get hard inside me because that happens. Yeah. But then he's just mashing his like semi-flaccid dick into my thigh. <laughs> and I looked up at him and I was like, you're just killing me. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't good. Damn. It was very bad. Damn. Uh, so I've given up trying to fuck on the road. <laughs> sure. I mean, it's going to be weird no matter what. Anytime you meet someone that day and hook mm-hmm. up, I mean, you're like learning about the person while you're yes. having sex. That's difficult. And that's why I want to be in a relationship because you get that all out of the way. I yeah. know what you like. I can ask you if you want to do this new fun thing and you can go, nope, just same old, please, my usual, a number one, please. <laughs> And then I do the number one, and then we go to sleep, and it's great. <laughs> That's what I want. Absolutely. I, I love, That's what I, I want. I love that. Dave. Nicole. Brave, come to the end. Oh, my Lord. Really? Yeah, it's been a real nice conversation. I've had so much fun. This has been really wonderful. Thank you for having me. I have a question. I okay. ask all of my guests. I think I've only missed four people. Would you date me? 
Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> what do people say? To, what do they uh, tend to say? Earlier in episodes, they would go, no. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Some people have been like, you have emotional walls up. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, I think you're really? a little too. Mm-hmm. That you're a little too wild. I don't think you respect yourself is what somebody said Whoa. in an episode I didn't release because he asked me not to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Oh my. Wow. But, uh, you know, it's okay. But now mm-hmm. lately, I think I've worked on myself enough. People have started to say yes. Absolutely. Which is nice and kind. Well, we had such a fun episode. How could we not date? Let's um, get married, Nicole. Let's get married tomorrow on Sunday. <laughs> I almost said <laughs> well, Friday. Well, if tomorrow is Sunday, then <laughs> let's do it then. Let's do it right on a Sunday. We'll fly to Vegas. We'll get a nice Elvis impersonator. Absolutely. Uh, it'll be very uh, opulent. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to promote? Just the album. Tell them where they can get it. Um, it's called, like you said before, it's called The Only Man Who Has Ever Had Sex. Um, you can get it on all the places you can buy it digitally or from the two record labels that put it out, A Special Thing Records and Little Dipper. And all those links are on this website I made. It's sex.guns.b. <laughs> 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 That's funny. And you have a show called Good Heroin. I do, every Saturday. Every Saturday. You just did it. I did. It's one of my favorite shows. Oh, man, we love having you. I love trying new material there. Uh, your audiences are just really great. They're great. They it's a great man, show. Man, that show last week was so cool, too, because, I mean, it's just cool. That show, The show's been around for, like, five years. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like, everyone we know, including yourself, mm-hmm. Uh, their careers have been growing and they've been getting more and more known. Mm -hmm. But then also our audience, we have so many repeat customers over five years that our Mm -hmm. audience has gotten to know the comedians that do the show, a lot of them. And so, and then last week was during Echo Park Rising and it was so cool because I just noticed there were people there who knew you from your TV shows Mm -hmm. and podcasts and stuff, but also there were people there who knew you and Sashir and Eliza and shit just from doing the show. Mm -hmm. And you could see people's eyes light up when each of you got brought to the stage. Mm -hmm. When Sashir was a surprise drop in and everyone was like, what the fuck? It was, (laughs) oh man, it was, it made me so happy. Yeah. That shows truly, if you live in LA, you should go. It's $5. It's free. Oh, it's fucking free. (laughs) You should go. There's always like a stellar lineup. It's super fun. It's at a great, Bookstore that has serves beer and wine, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of like weird art and weird books in there. It's so much fun, and it's outside. Who yes. doesn't like being outside? <laughs> well, if you like this episode of Oh, I Want You Date Me, you can like, <laughs> you can <laughs> you can subscribe, uh, rate it five stars, and if you email me or message me or in the review on iTunes, write something hitting on me. But it has to be nasty. I'll read it. <laughs> so this person said, I want to take a spatula, dip it dip it in some mayonnaise, and smother your puss with that goopity goo until it looks like a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> then I'm going to slurp every drop of that pussy mayo with a metal straw. <laughs> in parentheses, environmentally friendly, of course. <laughs> Spit it into a bowl and whip up some pussy potato salad to <laughs> snack on later. Mm-mm, good eating. That is disgusting. <laughs> Oh, I hated that. Okay, this person. Wow, I hated that too. It was almost as upsetting as the person who said they wanted to flip me upside down and fill me with clam chowder. (laughs) This one, this person said, uh, this is for your pod. I want to climb to the top of your stripper pole, take off your panties, then slide down, then have you slide down on my face. I will devour your pussy while you sit on my face. Then I'll pop up and fuck you doggy style (laughs) while you rub your clit until you come, and then I'll finish on your pole. That is, oh, then he said, very down to fuck while you're in Boston. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Damn. Okay. So that one was real. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Damn. A Team Coco production. Coming back from an injury or any painful condition is not a do-it-yourself project. Gaylord Physical Therapy in Cromwell, Cheshire, and North Haven has the technology and talent to help you get back to what you love. 
Whether it's taking a walk or running a marathon, Gaylord Physical Therapy in Cromwell, Cheshire, and North Haven can help you get back to your personal best. Gaylord, think possible. Also available in Madison and Wallingford. Go to gaylord.org for more information. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 